Hey, I'm Donna. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to Gospel Girls. This is episode four. <laughs> no, it's not. It's 4.1. <laughs> it's 4.1. Oh, my God. Because, uh, tell them why, Emma. <laughs> I have myself on screen time, time out. <laughs> and we started at 11, like 40, I think. And it cuts off at 12. So, when my screen time shut off, it shut off the recording. So, we got six minutes worth. Talked for like 40 minutes. Realized that all we got was six minutes after we were done. Yeah. So, we're doing this episode again. Yeah. So, you know when you go um, to these places um, that sell these handbags? Like, name, like... <clears throat> like Michael Kors coach handbags. Yeah, yeah okay. and you really love them. And then you look at the price, and it's like, wow, people pay that price. And then you settle for an imitation. Uh-huh. That's this. This is the imitation one? This is the 4.1. <laughs> we don't know yet. No. We haven't gotten The first far. one was so good. It really was. But here's the thing. I think it might be a God thing, because in the beginning, we did not want to record. I still kind of don't. I'm like, no. Because I'm just in a mood today. Well, so, but this kind of goes along with our original context that we were going for because we were talking about not wanting to do this, not wanting to do that, and the what ifs, and then the even ifs. Mm. So, really, this could have been such a discouragement to be like, who cares? We'll just miss a Monday. Yeah. But we saw... What happened and chose the better route. Yeah. Because um, even if it's only one listener that is loyal, then by golly, we're making it for you. (laughs) That's true. That one listener. (laughs) Because maybe that's all that's getting them through their day is if I could make it to Monday, Emma and Donna's going to put up this thing. Mm -hmm. Or. You know, we don't know. We don't. We don't know who. I don't go and look at the listeners because that's not why I do it. Yeah. Um, but if somebody happens to come up to me and say, "Hey, I heard your podcast," exactly. which like, more people have than I ever thought, would. and I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. But my whole thing, though, my whole prayer was, Lord, even if it's just one, I will do it. Even if it's just one, because He left the ninety nine yeah. for just one. Yeah. Um. And you just don't know who that just one person is. But I do want to talk about what we talked about because it was so good. Yes. And um, I'm just going to lead right off to it about kind of the last couple days you and I had had a conversation about our moods. Yes. Um, And it's not even in particular to like one particular thing, whether it's your schooling, your job. Yeah. You know, we're both married. If it's our husbands, it's not anything one particular that we can lay our finger on and say, this is what's put me in a mood. Yeah. I think it's just a test of God's elect. You know, like all this stuff going on with Israel, all the prophecies that's being, that's being fulfilled. You know, it's like I mentioned to you the other day, like if we can feel and sense and see the spiritual warfare on this earth amongst Christians can you imagine right now what the spiritual realm is looking like? Right. Among the things that God... I really think it would terrify us. I think so, too. 
I think if we could walk into church and see the amount of demons versus angels that are like in the church building when the preacher gets up and preaches, when somebody gets up to sing, if we knew, yeah, I do think we would be so afraid. I think so, like, too. Wow. But sometimes you can feel it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, the same way with the chills that you and I get. Like, you can feel it, but then you can feel a hindrance, too, of, like... I know that when my husband was teaching last Sunday night, when he came home, he said, I know what our pastor's talking about now, when he says that there's a... What does he call it? Not a kickback, but a... A a pushback. pushback. He was like, I know what he's talking about now because there were three separate times that he said something and he was like, I could feel like tension or something. And he said, not necessarily because what I was saying was offending people, but it was offending something. Yes. Something that was there didn't like what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but I knew if I felt that I have to plow through, I have to push through. Yeah. So just like today in our bad mood or whatever yeah um push back anyway like push through it yeah and be positive anyway sure and you know that's what I was going with saying like um when we were having such a hard day yeah and you can, like, feel yourself just wanting to complain, right? hmm Like, so you're given these complaints, and it's just like you don't want to do something for the Lord today, whether it's reading your Bible or map versing, praying, whatever that thing is. Um but you do it anyway. You just feel better. Yeah. Um, I saw this, and I tend, I guess, I tend, I don't feel like I do, which who really does feel like they complain all the time or complain a lot? And even if they do, they're not going to admit to Sure. It. Let's just be honest. So, the other day, um, I saw this mama. Um, I can't remember if it was like on Instagram I get on social media, but I don't stay on social media. Like, I'm a scroller. You know what I mean? Like, I'll scroll, and I'm done. Like, Mm -hmm. it it satisfies whatever that I was craving there. Sure. So, I'll scroll, and I'll be done. But anyways, and this thing caught my eye the other day. It was this this mama and me having three kids and two stepdaughters. I think the title is what caught me. So, I decided to hit the play button. And what she did with her kids who were complaining, whether it was like cleaning their room, doing their homework, chores, she was like, "Um, let me, I want you three to do this. So she lines up all three of her kids and she makes them put their shoes on and she gives each of them a sucker and tells them to put it in their mouth. And then she gives them all three rocks to put in their shoe. And then she tells them, hey, I want you to walk to the end of our driveway and come back. And they were like, oh, okay. So here these three little kids go out, and their mom is watching them through this window. And um, she sees them make it all the way down 
to their driveway and like they're struggling. Like one's trying to hop on one <laughs> foot and the other one's like trying to lean on the other one. And you could just tell they're not having a good time. So they get down mm-hmm. and they come back. And when they go, they come in, <clears throat> the mom's laughing and she's like, so she gets an account from each three. Mm-hmm. She's like, tell me about walking down and coming back. Tell me about walking down and coming back. Tell me about walking down and coming back. And all three said different things. Um, but all three talked about the rock, the rock, how it hurt their foot. It was uncomfortable. One about fell down. Now her foot's sore. You know, mm-hmm. they were complaining about the pain or the journey that they had to go through with this mm, in their foot. Not one of them spoke about the sweetness that was in their mouth. Right. So I stopped for a moment, even though this wasn't a scriptural thing. Sure. But I stopped for a moment and I'm like, wow, thanks, Jesus, for showing me how ungrateful. That I am in my grumbling, in my day-to-day, whether it's to myself. I mean, I try not to be a complainer in front of my family. Um, Even if you do it in secret, it's still wrong. Oh, sure. Yeah. So here I'm like scrubbing the dishes and I'm like, why can't these kids just clean up after themselves? It's done. Or, oh my gosh, the laundry basket's right here. It fell two inches in front of the thing. You know, not unbeknowing to me. I'm complaining. Right. I could be grateful that I have dishes that are dirty because the Lord provided us a meal to eat. Right. I could be thankful that I have all these clothes to wear and not just one item that most people have. Mm -hmm. You know, so instead of me complaining because, as we've talked earlier, that's not a fruit of the Spirit. No. Complaining is detrimental to your peace, your patience. I think it hinders your fruit of the Spirit. Whether oh. or not it's a sin or it's like whatever. Okay, but it hinders. It does. That. Because and how many times can you honestly sit back and think when you chose to be more joyful? Yeah. You feel better. Yeah. Well, because the first time we tried to do this, we were both in like bleh moods. And I'm not really saying that that's better, but I would say when we started the first time. I was at like a 2 out of 10. Me too. Now, I could be like, I'm a 5 or a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Like, we're getting there. Yeah. But I think it's because our conversation shifted my perspective from yes. negativity yes. to thinking about Jesus, praise, mm-hmm. scripture, songs, being grateful. What And I think that's the point of her illustration with her kids is like, they had the sucker, but all they could think about was the rock. Exactly. And if they just shifted their focus on, yes. wow, this sucker tastes really good. What flavor Would do you have? Would they even notice the rock? Exactly. Like, it's still there. Yeah. But it's not as... Prominent. Yeah. And I wrote this down so I wouldn't forget. I was like, what is she doing? You said <clears throat> one might be leaning on the other to, like, make it to the end of the sure. driveway and yeah, come yeah. back. To take the focus and the like, pain off of... Exactly. And that made me think of, like... How many times are we all in journeys? <laughs> How many times are we all on a journey with each other? We all have rocks in our shoes, but we're like, I don't know. We're not leaning on each other. 
to get our minds off of it. Right. Or to say, hey, I've got a rock in my shoe too, but how about this sucker, man? Yeah. Like, change the perspective. Change the conversation. Instead of all three of you walking together and being like, gosh, I hate this rock. Why'd she do this to us? And the beauty of that is we have that choice. Yes. And I think God designed it that way. He absolutely did. I mean, because... He gave us a free will, which is what got us into this mess in the first place. But I'm not saying he made a mistake. I'm saying he allowed us to freely choose whether or not we wanted a relationship with him. Yes. Whether or not we wanted to love him. Instead of forcing one. Exactly. So, you know, we can get up, and I have done this, and I, you know, we're all human, and I want others to relate to, I have woken up, you know that, I mean, these phrases come from somewhere, oh, she got off on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Like, you just wake up sometimes. Yep. With a destructive mindset. I absolutely do. Destructive is a good word. I mean, because it's like nothing is ever going to be good enough, mm-hmm. no matter what you do. That coffee doesn't taste right today. Mm-hmm. That trash is not going to take itself out. Or even, I think from my, it's like, like what I'm hearing from you is you do all you can that day and it's still not enough. Yeah. It's like there was one more thing you could have In done. my world, it's like the other person's not doing what I want them to do. Okay. My expectations are not being met. Sure. Which is also not of God. Right. Because my expectations should be, what do you have for me today? Like, what do you expect from me well, today, Well, we Lord? learned, was it yesterday we learned to have servants? When was it that we learned that, that message? Like, oh, it was Heath Williams. Mm-hmm. And he talked about him taking off a garment. <gasps> yes. And, you know, I, I write in Was my, it him or was it my husband? Both. Because I think Jesus both hit put on, on the garment and to then serve. Yes. Yes. Both of them talked like Jesus served first. Like, he, he was a servant. But your husband illustrated with the garment. Yes. Um, and I just thought, wow. And that's when I wrote in my Bible, like when I was taking notes from your husband, like, what can I take away? And that is true joy. When you put Jesus first, which is one of the commandments, like love him above all, mm-hmm. like, you know, put him first. Mm-hmm. So Jesus first, serve others, whether that be your husband, your neighbor, whatever. And then yourself last, like, even though, because we want to be selfish. Well, it's like, I'm thinking about like the story of Mary and Martha and how Mary, Martha was in the attitude to serve. But when she saw Mary not doing a thing, mm. she was like, excuse me? Like Jesus, look, make her get up and help. Her expectation was, Mary's going to help me. Yeah. But she didn't communicate that with her. No. And Mary was like, I'm sorry, Jesus is in this house, and I'm going to go sit at his feet. Yes. But who's the one that ended up complaining versus who's the one that was just praising the Lord? Yeah. And then was rewarded for it. Yes. And it's like, both of y'all are doing good things as far as sure trying to serve. <clears throat> yes. I'm still trying to serve today. But my mood, I could sit in it and pout in it and be like, whatever's really bothering me right now. I could think, okay, when when he comes home, I'm going to ask him, why'd you do this? That was not necessary. Like, you ruined my whole day. No, he didn't. No. I ruined my whole day. Yes, it was a choice. And that's just... I don't know how to finish that, that thought, but I'm just... Well, and you know, <clears throat> I think 
as as our flesh wants, we talk about the what ifs. Well, what if I choose to be better and then this person wins? You know, it's all, it's like there's a rivalry there. Like we all have to win. I have to have the last word. Yeah. You know, so you will be your, the biggest battlefield you'll have is between your ears. Yes. I mean, what you wrestle in your mind, like I've even heard you say like things that you've got going on, your husband's oblivious to. Because it doesn't matter. No. How many things, like The Rock, do we make so prominent when the other thing is so sweet? When truly, a tiny pebble can be more annoying than a rock. Yes. In your shoe. Like, it's rolling around. You can't get it out. You think you get it out, and it's still there. And it's like, but it's not that big. It's not that big of an issue. Yeah. Just... Oh, but just think about, though, think about the, is it a clam and the pearl? The re- I literally thought of the same thing before you opened your eyes. Like, I'm not even kidding. So it's rolling around. Yes. It's getting all this stuff. Like, it's being refined in there. And eventually, you will wear that pebble down. Eventually. Yes. yes. Um, so just think and about the beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Yep. You're so, right. you know, in the midst of our complaining, I challenge all the listeners, I challenge you And I challenge myself, when we feel a complaint coming on, or a what if, why don't we just flip that Mm -hmm. and just say, God, you're good, you know, and change our what ifs to the even ifs. Even if this happens, God's good. He is still good. Yeah. You know, we, we just need to, we can change that about us. And I think when we change that, we're going to see so much growth in the Lord and in ourselves because one, it's going to teach you to, if you're having issues with holding your tongue or your peace, like it's going to teach you that restraint and think before you speak because I sometimes have issues with that because I'm just like, when I feel attacked by a friend, a family member, you know, I immediately want to stand up for myself and be like, you've got it all wrong. Right. Instead of just, stealing myself and saying, you know, Lord, is this conversation that I'm about to bring up, is it going to hurt and hinder or is it going to grow and groom? Yeah. And if it's not going to grow and groom, why even bring it up really? The article I sent you the other day that was like about being silent. silent. Yes. In one of those, she bolded the words, um, I deserve to be treated better than this. That's pride. Yes. Thinking you deserve. We deserve nothing. In right. This life. Right. So it's like, if you honestly sat down, but it's, a not, it's not just a Christian thing. Therapists that aren't Christian make their clients do this, I think. But it's like, especially if you're in a negative headspace, you're depressed, you're anxious, whatever, to get your mind off of, the thing that's bad yeah. or wrong or that's taking control over your... Uh-huh. They suggest that you sit down for like... You set a timer for one minute and write down as many things as you can to be thankful for. Sure. Then at the end of that one minute, your whole mood, mindset has shifted completely. And it's like... We just talked about this earlier. The opposite of complaining is gratefulness, Right? I would say. And then you said that there's a word that means something, self-control. I don't know. 
Do you remember that? No. That? Okay. Well, never mind. Well, I remember we talked about like complainer. Yeah. And in Hebrew, that. it means basically being so discontent. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Just being so discontent with life itself. Yes. But Paul said in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. And he said, like, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. let your request be made known to God. Like, I can request to the Lord, please change my mood. What's wrong with me today? Help me to love like you do. And just get rid of this if it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I cannot do that without first saying thank you. Yes. And when... He gives us the model prayer, and he says, like, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Like, he's worshiping God for who he is first. Mm-hmm. Then he thanks him. Forgive me of my sins, whatever. And then he makes his petition to the Lord. I think that, mm, is it Hezekiah that has a model prayer, too? Like, there are several prayers in the Bible. that there are, are, Yeah. And they're all in that order. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge God for who he is. Mm-hmm. Thank him. Confess your sin. Ask forgiveness, whatever. Make your petition known. Thank the Lord again. Yes. Get up and walk away. Like, thankfulness is usually done twice. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's what put me at a six now. Instead of a... T- instead of a, a what did I say I was? A one? A two. A two. Yeah. Well, I think we can just, you know, if you don't have that something that can help draw you out, imagine if you chose, we didn't even have our conversation today, and you chose to wallow in your negativity and your self-pity mm-hmm. and all this, and you waited for your husband to come home. Again, phrases are made from something. Sure. So, misery loves company. Yes. So, when your husband comes home, you're going to pick him apart or something's not going to be right. And it's just, it's just a trinkle down effect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to challenge myself for the most, first and foremost. Like, because when I pray, I always say, you know, Lord, start with me. Let me be that example. Yeah. So, you know, I'm no longer going to look at dirty dishes as a burden, mm-hmm. laundry as a burden, my couch that stays destroyed with pillows and throw blankets because my children want to sit under them, but they never want to fold them and put them back. One day I'll have that perfect couch. Yes. But guess what? They won't be there. They'll be gone. Mm-hmm. But I'll have my perfect couch. Right. And you won't have the child. And I won't have the child. Yep. My focus is on the perfect couch. Right. Not my child. Right. So maybe if I can just thank you, Lord, for giving me these little demons. <laughs> yes. I'll love them. <laughs> like one day they will be gone and I'll have no dishes in my sink because I'm capable of doing my own dishes immediately. And the house will be quiet. And my house and will I'll be alone. Yeah. And sad. <laughs> Not really. No, seriously. But, but, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. Donna. You have your perfect couch. Mm. Nobody's here to mess up your pretty throw pillows. Nobody's here to pull the blankets that you put in a pretty little basket beside the couch for them to grab. Right. That's the purpose. Right. You know, they're gone. Like, we sound shallow at the moment. But these are real-life thoughts, I think. Like, 
that's what matters to us but, in the moment. But also, I guess what I was getting at is even though I have my five demons, yeah, not all of them are demons, but in their own way, in their own way, <laughs> even though I have them, they're mine, and I love them. What about the woman that wishes she had dirty dishes from her children? Yes. What about the lady that's struggling with fertility that says, I'll take your messed up couch mm-hmm. and your crumbs in your floor mm-hmm. just so I can clean them up? Or your, I just you or your godly husband or your godly you husband that reads his Bible every night and wants to pray to Jesus and wants to go out and serve and be a light to kids who are, don't even have parents who care. Mm. And it's like, okay, is really whatever he did this morning. Is it, yeah. Is it really Does that it, bad? Yeah. No. Because here's the thing. I can't even pinpoint why I'm upset. Sure. And I'm sure many people have those days. Men, women, children. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's going to make me now, when I leave here, it's going to make me look at those rocks totally different. Yes. <gasps> you know what? David used a rock. To kill his giant. Yes, he did. Just saying. So now I think when I see a rock, I'm going to think of the sucker that Jesus <laughs> and God just shoved down my throat. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, thank you. Yes. Or I could be like, but I don't like strawberry flavor, Jesus. I want cherry. And the thing, it brought. You know what I mean? And the thing like, is. Like, be grateful. Our little pebble is nothing compared to the huge stone that our Savior had to oh, carry. Yeah. Through his hole. Yeah. We couldn't. Journey. That's why he did. We couldn't. Right. You know, so I don't even think my head could even wrap around mm-hmm. and fathom. I mean, when your agony and your anxiety is so bad that you sweat blood. Right. But knew and endured anyways. Mm-hmm. When... The cat of nine tails ripped literally flesh off of bone and separates that. Yeah. And they said, what, he got 39 mm-hmm. because 40 was known to kill a man? Yep. And that's not what could kill him. Man could not kill him. No. But he we couldn't do it. Up. Like, even no. if you had the option, I'd be like, just kill me now. After <laughs> the first one, I'd be like, no. <clears throat> yeah, just kill me now. Just go ahead. Yes. Yes. But No. But yeah, so I think we could be grateful in everything. And I think maybe going back to that scripture that says all things mm-hmm. work together for good. Right. Like that pebble you're talking about, you know, in an oyster's mouth, as much pain and groveling that that oyster has to go through, it produces something so beautiful yes. and so valuable that... It was that process. And there's so many things that me and you are studying right now that has a process mm. to something that's so valid and so right. precious. Whether it was... You don't just get the oil. Mm-mm. It's got to sit. It has a crushing process. Yes. Just like the thing we were talking about with... Um, Silver? Yeah. In Malachi 3.3 yeah. 3 about... God sits there as a refiner and a purifier. Mm-hmm. Like, just think of the process of refining and purifying silver. Right. So that's another study too or a lesson there. But, you know, what I'm taking out of my day today is what is so bad that's worth the ho-hum of my day? Right. 
Nothing. My sack of rocks, people would probably kill for. You know, meaning like, yeah. why can't my pillows just have the karate chop, kids? Why? But there's a woman crying her eyes out because she can't have children. Sure. And would love to have. She probably wouldn't care if her couch was riddled with stains. Sure. You know, so I just think, find that one thing that in the midst of that complaint, find the even if. Yeah. Find the pearl. Mm-hmm. And be grateful. Thank God twice, like you said. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, if we could just do that, how much better not only would we feel, but how we're helping the people around us. Because as Christians, Christian isn't, Christian is a, it's a lifestyle. It is looking Mm Christ-like. Christian isn't a body of people. Mm -mm. Christian isn't, I believe in the KJV Bible, or I believe in this. No, it, it it is a mirror. Yes. It is what people can actually see. Christian means to be Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're out grumbling and complaining and doing all these things, right. people are not going to draw to us. Even our family. They're going to be like, oh no, Emma's in her mood again. Oh no. I would hate to think that somebody didn't want to come home because of the way that you've perceived maybe yourself before they left the house. Yeah. Man, I hope I hope her mood changed. Yeah. I hope she, like shame on me. But we all have a choice. Yes. You know, and like I told you earlier, nobody can take my peace. Nobody can steal my joy. I have to willingly hand that to you. Mhm. Or I can stand boldly and firmly and say no. Right. You're not going to take my joy. You're not going to take my peace. I'm going to be happy. What is that one verse where it's like, today is the day that the Lord has made, so I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just what we need to do is choose when we're having those hard moments. Um, Choose a different route. Take a higher road. Turn the other cheek. He talked about the higher road. Yeah, the higher road. That bitterness. <clears throat> oh, thorn. yeah. Well, I think that's the, the start. Pain. I think the complaining. Yeah. Oh, it does. Is the seed. Yep. For the bitterness. That could be a whole other. Yeah. And we're going to reap. And I, like I said this earlier, we're going to reap what we sow in the spiritual world and in our real world. You know? Mm-hmm. And when it comes time to harvest, what are you harvesting? Right. What is your harvest? What's your crop going to be? Is it going to be bitter and sour? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be bountiful? You know? And I want mine to be bountiful. I want this... It's a, to me, it's a generational thing. I want my kids to be able to have something to stand on. Not just... I read the Bible because that's what my mom told me to do. Right. I'm like, no. I mean, I did tell you to do that. But no. But I read you the read Bible... It because you love Jesus. I read it because I love Jesus and His promises are in here. Yes, you know, and that um, even with the rock, I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm giving you a comforter 
who can intercede for you when you don't know what to say. Yeah, like you're going to have this hard thing to go through because in the Bible, you won't find the word happiness Hmm. and you won't find life will be easy. Right. We're guaranteed hardship, Mm -hmm. turmoil. Mm -hmm. And you know, our seasons of hardship that we go through may not even be to refine and purify you. It may be for somebody else. You're right. So do it. Endure it well. Yep. So... That was good. That was better than the first one, I think. I mean, I got a lot out of the first one, but God led us totally a different way. And I got two things that I'm taking away today. Good. What you got? Well, the first one was basically stating like, even though I have a rock in my shoe, but something sweet in my mouth, like focus on the sweet. Yeah. Because you're less likely, won't even... Realize that rock is in your shoe. But then this time around, I got, I truly take my family for granted. Yes. Like, I spend majority of my time in a, uh, yeah, picking up, cleaning up the mm. day in, day out. I do it every day, a rut. Yes. When there's, I couldn't have had that. Right. I could have been one of those ladies crying. Begging God, like, why can't I have kids? Right. But he gave me a gift three times over. You know, I have three precious boys. And if you're in that situation, like, we feel for you. We're not belittling that by comparing ourselves to, like, oh, we have, I don't have kids. But, like, Donna, like, I have kids and I could be like you like we are aware that there's a listener out there who might not have kids and might not be able to and like we're sorry for that yes but I mean that broke my heart like literally it was like God blanketed me when those words came out of my mouth like he didn't have to bless me with children he chose to Uh because he entrusted me to guide them well. Not saying that that's why women who don't have kids, that God doesn't trust them. Mm. But I think what he showed me this time around is, hey, as much as I tell you to be a good steward, you need to steward your children well too because they're a gift from me. And instead of me seeing it as little demons who terrorize my house and my life, yeah, just stop a moment and say, wow, they're going to give me grandkids one day. They're my legacy when I leave this world. So what type of legacy are you leaving? Oh, she's finally gone. Because all she did was complain about us being in the house. Or is it, we're going to do it my mom's way because she loved the Lord and I saw the Lord's hand on her. Like, what legacy do I want? And I don't want my kids to struggle. I do not, I do not, I just realized this, like, I do not want my kids to take on all the things that I say to them, like, pick up your room, fix that couch, do your laundry. No. Take a step back, breathe, enjoy, love. You know? I think then that's where, I think that's where bonds are made, relationships grow, and it's real, and it's something that nobody can come between. 
Very good. I'm gonna hug my husband when he comes home. Yeah, <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I want to do with my family. Just gather them all up and be like. I mean, if I was Oprah, I'd be like, "You get a car. You get a car." <laughs> right. Because I'm so grateful for them. Like it took this conversation in my arrogance. Yes. In my prideful, pouty ways to realize what God gave me. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have to. Right. And I'm going to steward them well. So if you catch yourself complaining today, make a list. Yes. Ten things. Be grateful. We'll see you next week. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was so good.